Hello everyone and welcome to the I Work In Sport podcast. My name is João Figerio, I'm the founder of I Work In Sport and your host today. This is the second episode of the series of live interviews, so bear with us, we're still learning the process, but we're getting there. In this episode, we talk with Patrick Books, principal consultant at Mercury Urval, an international executive search firm. The interview discussed how the coronavirus pandemic is impacting the recruitment market and, of course, the candidates are looking for a job right now. We look at possible future developments and consequences for companies and job seekers. This interview was originally streamed live at our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash iWorkandSport, so you can also still watch it there on demand now. I hope that you enjoy this podcast. If you do, make sure that you follow us in our social media channels. In addition to YouTube, we're on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Everywhere as I work in sport, all in one word, sport is singular, without letter S at the end. Well, that's enough with the intro. Let's go to the interview. Hello, Patrick. Hi, Joao. How are you? It's good to be with you. Uh, I'm fine, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much uh, for being part of this. We're starting this uh, new series of um, interviews with uh, experts and uh, uh, people in, in the markets doing recruitment uh, specifically, uh, maybe in sports sometimes uh, with a general uh, background uh, like yourself. I'll let you talk more about uh, Mercury Urval. I know you have some uh, work in sports but you're not primarily known for that. Um, I should tell people that are watching us that um, Patrick and I know each other for a few years now. Uh, he's been collaborating with a program of uh, I Work in Sports. Um, he has organized twice our, um, our workshop for, for the recruiters the day before the, the events here in Lausanne. Uh, this year, we were all set to collaborate again, but because of the crisis, we won't be able to do it. But uh, we're collaborating here, so it is a pleasure to, to have you. And I will start, uh, Patrick, asking you maybe to explain, you know, what is Mercury Urval? Uh, for people that are not really familiar with the company, uh, your work in sports, what you have done, what you may be planning to do in that area. And as well, if you can explain what is your role in, in the company, what uh, do you do exactly? That's a lot of questions, uh, Joao. So I start, I start maybe presenting um, myself. I'm a Swiss citizen uh, living in Fribourg. Uh, this is the city on the border between the French and the German-speaking part. So I'm bilingual. And in my former life, I was a decent uh, discus thrower back in the 90s, uh, throwing 61 meters and becoming uh, second best discus thrower of all times in Switzerland. And um, this made, this started my career, let's say, uh, in sports. And uh, after my career as an athlete, I was very interested in um, sharing my, my knowledge <clears throat> 
um, throughout, uh, throughout my experience. Um, and I started to work in different sports federations as the Swiss Athletics Federation, and then a couple of years at the Swiss Olympic Committee, and then became um, um, independent uh, consultant for sports federations and cities and uh, governments to develop sport in their area. And now, since uh, three years, I changed the sites and changed the industry because I I, I realized there are quite a lot of uh, similitudes between high-performance coaching and um, and recruitment in the in the high level. So um, that brought me to Mercury Oval, which is a Swedish company uh, working globally in over 70 countries. Um, it's been um, founded 53 years ago in Sweden by um, a psychologist. And um, we are since 35 years in, in Switzerland now. Our two main... Um, um, working areas are executive search, that means uh, hiring um, high-level uh, persons for C-level positions. And we do talent management. That means we are helping a company developing their workforce internally. Um, and uh, this is um, more or less what we do. And um, I'm pretty excited to, to share my experience today uh, from both industries, sport industry and recruitment industry today with, with you and with uh, the audience. Yes, um, so Mercury Revolve is not uh, specifically one of the companies working in sports, but you have had some big sports uh, mandates uh, in the past and uh, I understand that you have plans to develop a bit more in that area as well. Yes, let's say our our biggest reference was uh, uh, back in the beginning of the 2010s years, as we had the global mandate for uh, all recruitments related to the FIFA World Cup 2014 in Brazil. This was an international collaboration between different offices as I said before, we are delivering in 70 countries and uh, we worked uh, in, a, in a network with uh, different um, offices we have. And, but we, as I work in Switzerland mainly, I, I also have um, I had some, some mandates in the, in the national sports industry. For example, I, I, was just, I was just recruiting the new head of communications of the Swiss uh, Football Federation lately. Um, but this is not our main target, let's say, but we'd like to develop um, because sports is a very interesting industry um, for a lot, lot of job seekers. But all the job seekers which uh, don't have a background in sports, they are kind of afraid of... Um, of um, um, asking to uh, to apply uh, in an international sports uh, organization or national sports organization because they think uh, their lack of specific knowledge is a killer, um, which is not always the case. Uh, in contrary, 
uh, I was speaking a lot with um, several um, heads of human resource of International Sports Federation, and they say they have a lack of um, attending or getting in touch with experts outside the sports industry. So um, this is why I thought Mercuriova could play a role because we have a huge network of experts, not specific experts, not sport experts, but experts mm -hmm. in communication, in finance, in marketing, in whatever, all um, general uh, fields uh, of activity. And I have the network uh, in the sports industry, uh, nationwide, but international-wise also, uh, because during my years in um, at the Olympic Committee, I, I met a lot of people uh, abroad in the IOC, in different national federations, in different NOCs. So I think we have a role to play to, to bring together the experts and the national uh, and international sports organization. And uh, let's say that the added value we can bring because our USP uh, is that we can, we can make um, predictions how on a, on a psychological basis, how, how people will act and behave in, in, the, um, in the working environment. And so we can also uh, give predictions to to, a, to, a, to a sport organizations and can say if somebody which doesn't have the background and doesn't have the network of the sport organization can can adapt easily or not in this new environment. And this is uh, very helpful. And uh, I think um, this is a, a kind of a win-win situation for everybody which works in work in, in, in sports industry and which likes to become part of the sports industry in the future. Okay, uh, thank you for, well, actually you touched already on I was, what I was going to ask about the, the USP of um, uh, Mercury Rival and also your relationship, not only with, with candidates, but also with companies. But the title of our uh, talk today is the impact you know, caused by the COVID-19 in the job market. And I think we can look at it also in both ways uh, with the company's outlook, but also with the candidates uh, watching us. We have many people that are asking themselves, you know, what is actually the size of the of the hit, right, of the, of the problem? Is it everything stopped? Or are you and your company still working on, on a few mandates? Um, uh, people can still apply for for jobs and are being considered. And of course, you know, probably the process will, is going to be delayed. But um, yeah, let's talk about that. And then uh, I'll probably ask what they'll have to do it um, to actually prepare while they're they're waiting. Yes. So there is um, there is an impact. Um, on the job market, but also on our business, for, for sure. Um, but we, we continue to work. We got a little bit more digital, as you, as you now with uh, I work in sports. We don't have, have a choice, but we adapt. And um, what I experienced now in the last uh, couple of weeks is that smaller companies, let's say companies between 20 and 
100 employees, they struggle much more than big companies with uh, 250 and more employees. <coughs> well, we have to consider that here in Lausanne, if we take the international federations, for instance, the large majority of them probably fit exactly that uh, description. Yes, most of them, most of them are something between 20 and 50 or 100 employees. And these kind of companies, um, what we um, see now is that a lot of them, whether postpone rec um, recruitments um, or even cancel um, um, recruitments because they have a, they have a really problem of uh, cash flow right now. So, um, and when I say postpone, uh, this is also like logical because even if you have the money to, to hire somebody, there is nobody in the office to take care of this new employee and to help him um, uh, with uh, uh, getting into the job. So that's why a couple of um, mandates are postponed. And uh, I also saw um, some some people who who, who just signed signed um, um, a contract that their contract was uh, was cancelled, which is uh, very tragic. But uh, I mean, it's a it's a very difficult situation for for all for all um, involved parties. And some of them need to need to take really uh, hard measures. And what advice would you give then for, you know, we I'm obviously in touch with so many uh, graduates that are about to 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 finish their masters. For instance, they're supposed to enter the the job market. It's hard. Uh, they probably need to be uh, more patient than than they would. But um, what's the advice that you give to someone um, graduating now? What, what can they do apart from just wait? Well, I would say there are two good options to, to invest time and energy in it. One thing, knowing that uh, small companies don't hire right now is offering offering your services for free to the companies, which is um, quite a good start to get into the company, into the sport organization, and, um, and, um, and like passing this period without, without any hirings, but already having, having uh, new contacts and developing um, and, and staying active in, in producing some 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 work so offer your services for free this is something i would suggest it's better than doing nothing and wait at home and the other thing is um it's it's really the time now to to stand out from other from other candidates because uh, there still are companies organizations which are hiring um but um, it's it's getting, let's say, the companies get more and more selective now in this in this phase because they want to be sure that the money they invest in somebody 
there must be a good return on investment. So that means um, take time to um, investigate what the company you're targeting is doing, what kind of challenging the challenges they are facing, and how you could bring or, or how you can help this company to, to solve a problem and to bring in added value in the company. And uh, stop uh, sending random CVs, it's random letters. This is not interesting right now. You really have to stand out of the mass. And this goes only uh, through uh, the, through the, how can I say that? It goes, it, it asks you to, to be creative and to start a really tailor-made um, um, postulation, you say in French. Um, application, um, yeah. Application. And um, this makes, this would help you to, to stand up. If the company feels and sees that you know much more than any other candidate of the company and what problems they are facing, that means that the candidate took time and is capable of, of projecting himself into the daily work of this company. So um, this is, let's say, a very important advice um, I, I can give. And this would me as a recruiter also um, make a good impression. I'm, I'm going to ask you in a bit. Well, I'm going to ask you now, but you can answer in a bit. If you have any example of anything that's uh, an application that you got that struck you, that you can maybe give as an example or inspiration for people. Um, I mean, that they could maybe not replicate, but just use that as an inspiration. But before that, there is a, a message here from you, from Hassan Baraka. Nice to meet you. I remember your name from uh, that uh, INSEP event. He was involved in the organization. So there were some people that uh, already knew you here. And um, also for people that are watching us, if they want to ask uh, any questions, you know, feel free. You have the, the comments there and we'll read them as they arrive. But Patrick, any example of something creative that you have received that um, got your attention? Well, um, I think what could make the difference is a very good motivation letter. Mm -hmm. And um, don't talk about yourself, but talk about the company talk about what you understand from the company, what challenges they, they are facing, and how, how you can, 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 can solve their problems. Therefore, I once got a motivation letter uh, from a young um, uh, uh, postgraduate student. And um, when I was uh, reading uh, how he could help the company, I was very impressed because he knew much more about the company as I got in the briefing of the company. So that showed me that uh, this guy took a lot of time uh, in, to, to in investigate um, about the company and, 
And he was hired finally because that makes such a good impression to the company. And uh, it, 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 it was like it was like a mindset of the guy. He, he, he's still working there. And he, he, his USP is, is, is really getting deep into the subjects and getting involved in things he's doing. And this, this, this was, uh, for example, um, um, a very uh, interesting uh, application I got. Good. Um, so Alina here says that that was very good advice. So she's, um, she's happy with that. Patrick, what about video uh, CVs or video applications? Is it something that you were working with at the moment? I see that some more and more companies are asking uh, candidates to send not only their CVs uh, and, and motivational letter, but also a short video CV. Well, um, we don't work with, ap with application videos, but we do interview. Uh, video interviews, uh, especially these these days, much more than um, than usual. Um, but sooner or later, uh, we still we still have this this personal contact. Um, but we respect the distance, the social distancing, and all that stuff. This is uh, for sure. But I'm like an old 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 school recruiter. Um, um, I need to feel the, the the candidates. I need to see their 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 body language. I need to feel their energy. I need to feel their their charisma, uh, their personality. And this this I can much more or much better feel if if I if I see them in life than on than on video. So. Um, and this is something, it's, it's all about personality, let's say, which is a very important factor uh, in, in recruitment. And uh, this is also something you can work on. <clears throat> For example, if you, if you don't feel comfortable in speaking uh, in front of, of, uh, of people, especially in an in a interview, um, uh, do exercise, exercise in having speeches, um, in um, presenting some ideas you have to your friends, to your family, and like doing role plays because um, this is um, something which which is a uh, has a, has a huge impact on the decision of the company of recruiters if you're hired or not. You need to be. You need to be convincing during the interview, and some some people are 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 more comfortable, some less. And if you are if you are less comfortable, you should train this, and you can train this quite easily with friends, and also uh, in taking um, this on video, and then um, uh, look yourself or evaluate yourself, your own video. Which is uh, weird sometimes, and which can hurt sometimes, but but if you have, um, but but you get a you get another perception, and you get information of how you 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 are perceived by the others, and this this helps also to be 
to be better in, in, in future interviews. Yeah, one thing that um, you raised, Patrick, was that um, uh, the personality of, of the recruiters, right? I've been, I participated in some recruitment processes where I was in a company recruiting that um, we would receive a CV. One person would think that was great, uh, the way that uh, the person uh, presented that CV. The other one would say, well, this is ridiculous. I would never hire someone like that. Um, is there, however, some you know do's and don'ts uh, that um, you would you tell people you know I guess that's uh, last week but that's because I hear the kind of the same questions all the time so this is why I'm passing to you questions like the number of pages in a TV or um, or picture or no picture um, do you have any preference uh, if anyone is applying for a job that goes through medical Urval that they should know of. Um, <clears throat> yeah, there are different, different points which are important to know. Um, you need to know that for some recruitments, uh, recruiting companies got 50 or 100, 100 uh, applications. That means that you won't spend half an hour per CV and per motivation letter to make a, a pre-selection. So, um, I would say adapt your CV and your motivation letter to the job you're applying. If you apply to uh, in a um, more public uh, public institution um, or in an advisory, more senior, more um, council, this kind of, of companies, uh, Take more rational, more fact-based um, uh, CV. If you are applying to a more creative um, job, like in communication or marketing, uh, use some tools, uh, use some colors, um, because it's uh, it's adapted to the job. Right. Um, and another thing is, which is very important, that. Uh, your application needs to be authentic. You need to feel you need to feel comfortable with your CV uh, because your CV and your motivation letter is a it's kind of a picture of yourself. And um, if if you are not comfortable with it, uh, the recruiter will will um, will feel it. Will see that there is uh, something wrong. Right. And but the most important thing is don't send random uh, CVs and random letters. And, and stop with the cop copy and paste. No, stop no, no copy and paste for sure. It needs to be tailor made, and and give your 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 application to up to 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 people around you to to read. Right. Um, and 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 think about if you would hire yourself if you get these papers. Yeah, great, uh, uh, great tip. Uh, good exercise. Listen, we actually had uh, a few questions uh, arriving, so I'm going to put some of them in the screen here. Um, we're kind of 
already approaching uh, some 30 minutes, so we'll try to go uh, fast over them. So, uh, Mikhail asks a general question, not necessarily pandemic related, which is better? And I think that's also a personal view that uh, you'll have. A generalist in everything or a specialist in one or two things? This is a very good question. And I think there is not one uh, answer to this question. Um, my experience is that the bigger the company is, the more specific uh, competences they're, they're looking for. And the smaller, the more general uh, they, they're looking for. So what you need to know as an applicant is um, in what kind of environment you want to work. If you want to work in a bigger company, if your dream is to work for the IOC and uh, having a specific task, and then then you need to 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 specify for sure. But if you like more smaller companies, small size companies, where the communication and the interactions are much more much more closer and much more active, then then you should do more like a general um, education in general management in like an, an MBA or um, stuff like that. Right. I would so say different companies or different positions will require different profiles. Yes, and the bigger the company, the more um, the more um, they have possibilities to uh, to segmentate. That the whole organization, um, right. uh, smaller companies, they don't often don't have this uh, this resource. Right. Another one. Uh, there's a few about education here, but uh, Michelle um, asks um, now with uh, with the crisis and all. In your opinion, which areas may be more attractive for those who are looking for work opportunity? So we're talking, you can't really apply for events. Um, are there um, openings there? I suppose that things related to technology and digital probably is, is one area, but um, what would you say? Well, um, it's, it's difficult to say. I can imagine that in the next months, when the whole economy starts again, there will be different or several new projects being launched uh, in the companies to for reorganizations, for um, for change management uh, issues, for for communication um, related um, topics. So um, I would say project management, I would say communication um, are, and, and digital, of course, are, are, are fields which will be uh, always a, a, good, a good investment. Great. Uh, there are two about uh, education. One uh, more related to online uh, courses, don't know, how much you would like to talk about that. So I'll read the two uh, of them together. What are current uh, trending courses in the industry now that he's uh, doing sports management? So basically uh, courses in general 
uh, checks uh, uh, asks, and then Tatiana is talking more specifically about the online course or platform for sports and event industry that you would recommend. So is there any one in particular? So one for someone that is doing their undergrads that may be looking um, to a master's degree possibly, and another one more looking at um, e maybe e-learning really. Um, to be honest, I, I don't have a good overview of what kind of um, uh, online, of, of interesting online courses are proposed on the market right now. Maybe you know a little bit more uh, as I do, but as the, 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 the market, the, the, the hiring market is, is, is dry and getting drier the next month, uh, I mean, the moment, the moment is, has come to invest time uh, in, in education, in taking online courses, there are different, uh, like also online universities, uh, which you find easily on 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 the web. So why not doing uh, a CIS or MIS right now and uh, developing your your competences to become more attractive once the the, the market is uh, is doing better again? Right. Yes. Um, well, as you mentioned, I do work very closely with um, all the courses participating in our work in, uh, our work in sports. I did the FIFA Master, was great, uh, totally recommend, but um, different people would actually fit uh, in different courses. So we do have other you know, top class uh, courses that uh, are partners of our work in sport as well. Um, if you check the websites at workingsport.com, you can see the, the list of all academic partners there. Um, about uh, the online courses, I think there's two things about education, right? There is the, the formal part of it and there is the informal. I think you can always learn and there's so much uh, things available in platforms uh, like the, the LinkedIn one or even the YouTube videos apart or other books. Uh, that you can learn about everything. So definitely recommend that you do those. Um, so Udemy, Coursera have uh, options as well. I will recommend uh, one online course by a good friend of mine, Sam Momen. I just launched um, uh, an online course with Udemy. If for anyone that is interested in specifically working in European football. So I would definitely uh, search and really depends what you're looking for. Uh, let me see. There's a few uh, other questions uh, coming in. So Alexandre asks, within the sports industry, is there any trend or area? Oh, let me put the thing. Within the sports industry, is there any trend or area that the candidates should have more opportunities and be prepared for? We could touch on that uh, a little uh, when you answer the, the other question, right? Well, the, the sports industry will get more and more digital for sure. And um, eSports, for example, um, but also related to that, um, more and more legal, um, uh, sports, sports legal related um, jobs will, will, will rise in the future, I, I, I presume. 
and um, but and also because quite a lot of uh, sports organizations have limited um, budgets, um, a lot of projects will always been 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 driven. So if you can um, develop yourself and educate yourself in pro this will be for sure um, an asset in, in future applications. Okay, Patrick, uh, let me thank you so much for, for doing this, for participating. We had uh, many comments that, that came in. There's a few others that uh, I'll take a look at uh, whatever you could not answer. I'll send them to you. If you want to, to reply, uh, you can, or you send a reply to us, and we'll make sure that they get that. But, um, yeah, thank you so much. If, is there anything or any message that you would like to, to leave to who is working with? Well, yes, my final message is um, uh, take your future in your own hands. Don't wait for any opportunities, but um, be active. Um, propose propose your your competences, your time, uh, if necessary, for free to get to get a step in the organizations. If this is not possible, um, think of uh, making courses, online courses, and uh, be active and do everything you can to to increase your chances on the job market. And be active and not wait at home that uh, that the companies will. Come and get you. This is an illusion. Okay. Listen. Thank you so much uh, for doing this. We'll, we'll be in contact. Uh, we'll continue definitely to collaborate uh, with you and, and Mercury Urval. And um, yes, I hope to, to see you uh, soon. Um, yeah, very soon. It was a pleasure. All the best to all of you. Thank you for listening, and see you soon. <laughs>